Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Vikings Vent Line. What's going on? Happy Sunday. It's Declan Goff here. We're, we're starting a little early this evening on Vikings Vent Line because we had some breaking Vikings news that just went down. Anthony Barr will be restructuring his contract with the Minnesota Vikings. This is according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN. The Vikings are working on a restructured contract that reduces his $12.3 million salary, making him a free agent in 2022. This will help uh, Minnesota get more cap space, and it will give Barr a little closer to free agency. Now, we were going to have our guys Derek, Arjun, and Zach join us for Vikings vent line to start, but for whatever reason... A couple of guys who I know very well decided, whoa, 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 whoa. We know it's your show, Declan. This is your pet project. But you know what? We're just going to we're just gonna come in here, grab a couple of Corona Hard Seltzers and give our takes first before we get the three real Vikings fans on uh, to give their takes on Anthony Barr. We'll talk some NFL draft and we'll talk a little NFL free agency. So without further ado, this feels really good to say. Let me introduce Mackie and Judd oh, here on hello. Vikings Vent Line. Well, thank you. Yeah, I forgot my title belt. Uh, well, you, get, my, you gave this one to me if it helps. So it was oh, that's yours. That's true. That is my title belt. Yeah. What are you doing there? Why'd you give it away? Well, I was cleaning out the office in the uh, Twin Cities, and a couple things weren't going to make the move, including the bat phone and the WWE title belt. And oh, so no. It's like, uh, it's like passing the torch onto my young protege, Declan Goff, giving him the WWE title belt and the, and the bat phone. So, so yeah. what? So so you're you're like uh, Triple H passing on <laughs> the game per se, and I yeah you're I'm, you're like Randy Orton or Dave yeah. Batista, and at some point okay. you're, you're going to kick my ass on pay per view. Is what's going to yes? Happen. I've actually thought about this numerous times, so that that actually works out really well. Yeah, have we seen figures yet on this Anthony Barr? So so we know that he's going to save the Vikings some amount of money the salary cap, and that's what the Vikings gain. And then uh, I would assume. Uh, these reports from Jeremy Fowler are true and that well, what he wants then is, okay, I'll give you guys a little salary cap relief, but then I want to hit free agency and get a bunch of guaranteed money from like a three, four defense mm-hmm. uh, after 2021. So Judd, what are you seeing and hearing? Uh, so, so I just posted this at, uh, in the story at scorenorth.com that you could find right now, but the Vikings, according to the over the cap website, the Vikings started today uh, $9.364 million under the cap, which is okay, but certainly not great if you plan on trying to make a big move or two, okay? Uh, it sounds like what the bar move should do is, in his restructure, it should take the Vikings to approximately $14 million below the cap. And now if we factor in, let's say, uh, an extension uh, for Harrison Smith and 
Shamar Stefan is let go. We are now talking about a team that could very well, by the time free agency officially starts, uh, be a, approximately around $20 million below the cap. And that's that's how you make a big move. $9 is nice, but you ain't making a big move. And and so here's the only question, though, off this bar extension. Is that, is that Joe or, Thune, Colin? Off, Joe Thune, off the structure. Oh, um, Joe, Joe Thune. Now, there's a whole different thread off, off that because I'm going to warn you guys right now that, that there is a possible way this goes that I don't know that you're going to love. Uh, but here's my question on Barr. So it sounds like they went to Barr in the last couple of weeks and they said, will you restructure? And much like the Jets thing, if, at first he's like, see you later, I'm done. And they're like, no, we're serious. But they weren't going to release him. They were going to trade him. And they were talking to teams that play three, four defenses, where, by the way, I think he would fit in fantastically. He, he really would. About trades that I think could have got them, let's say, a third-round pick. And and if they do that, that would have taken $7 million plus off the cap. Now, the problem there is the dead cash for 2021 is approximately the same. But nonetheless... Do we like the fact that they are going to bring him back with a new contract? Or if you could have, you know, gotten, let's say, a second or third round pick uh, and jettisoned him completely when he balked? Because in Anthony Barr fashion, it sounds like he came back at the end, just like with the Jets, right? Okay, I'll take it. I'll do it. And with the Jets, that the Jets thing drove me crazy. Still does. Like, he called you and said, I'm gone. Okay, dude, you're gone. So I think if, if, if the way this works out, like you just said, if, if they bring, so it sounds like you're saying they're going to take $5 million off his 2000 around $5 million off his 2021 cap number. Right. Yes. And, and, and they get, and they keep him and, and I was going to say, and they get to keep him. Some Vikings fans might say, and they have to keep him. (laughs) That's what what I'm asking. But I think Mike, Mike Zimmer loves him. Mike Zimmer and other smart people who watch what Anthony Barr does uh, from a, from a scouting perspective say, "Listen, like, yeah, some of his PFF grades are mediocre, and he's, he doesn't he doesn't get the tackle and sack statistics that you know maybe it would be eye popping, but he he garners enough attention in the opposing team's game planning, and he frees up other players, Eric Kendricks, and maybe even players in the secondary to do their thing. So, like, whatever you think of Anthony Barr, Mike Zimmer loves him." Mike Zimmer loves him for his scheme. And if you were to have just flat out cut him and saved the 7.5 million or whatever it is, and and also you'd have dead cap, you'd have to eat, like you said, you'd still have to find another linebacker. It's not like, oh, you can use $7.5 million. It's great. Okay, well, is there anyone internally right now that you feel really good about getting like a 1,000 snaps on defense next to Eric Hendricks? And some people might say, well, what about Eric Wilson? He costs money. He right. currently does not but, count toward the Vikings salary cap. But Barr was not going to be cut. I'm talking about a potential third round pick. Like I wouldn't have wanted to cut him. I would have been very here. Here's the problem with Barr now. Seven years, two of those years he's played all 16 games. He's hurt quite a bit. Sure. Like he misses time. I'm just throwing it out there that in the Vikings trying to find a new direction here, possibly. And I'm going to bring up a a scenario that I think is going to make people potentially puke. Um, And I think it's how they might be trending. Um, But again, because we're never talking now, thank God, about being good. Hey, the Vikings are going to be good. It's going to be fun. We're talking about championships. There was if there was a window here to get a third round pick with an aging player, he turns, I believe, 29 on Thursday. Um, and he has threatened before to leave and then come back. 
I was really intrigued with that idea. Not releasing him. That that would have just been I I wouldn't like that. But the idea of possibly getting a draft pick for him intrigued me if it was a third or as high potentially as a second round pick. Yeah, I mean like second round pick and give that, that gives you a, your first second round pick in the draft. Um, I, I, I gotta say, I like the way this played out. If they save $5 million to this year's cap and now they have two linebackers solidified, they've got Daniel Hunter potentially coming back and they might have to extend him, see where that goes. Um, I'm, I'm okay with the way this is playing out and I'm okay with Anthony Barr hitting free agency after 2021. That's fine with me. He, he should, I'm, I'm curious to see him play with a three, four defense. I would love to see him with like two years of prime but, left play for a three, four defense. I'm actually rooting for that to happen after this year, but the dance is the same. It's going to be the same after 2021, right? It's going to be, I'm leaving you. Yeah, good. you yeah. Don't let the door hit you in the ass bar. Okay, I'm sorry. Can I please come back? Oh, of course you can, Anthony. That's how this dance always plays out. It's driving me crazy. Like, have you know, just make your decisions. We're gonna, we are going to trade you if you don't take a restructure. I'm not taking a restructure. Okay, then you're gone. I slept on it overnight. And now I'd like to come back. Okay, that's great. We'd love to have you back. You know, just sometimes you got to kick the kid out of the house. Oh, Declan, what, what do you think? So Judd, Judd and I are, Judd, Judd wants the pick. I'm cool with this. And, and if he, if he's out the door after a year and he saves you 5 million this year, I'm good with it. Where are you at? Yeah. I, if this is his swan song, his last 21, 21 season, if this is it, it for the Vikings, I'm okay with this. Uh, I, I just don't really see the point of paying linebacker big bucks. And to be honest, if we're all, if we're going all in, if 2021, we're running it back, Michael Pierce is coming back Daniel's coming back. Now, Anthony Barr is coming back. Everyone's going to go down or go to the ship, per se, uh, with it. Uh, be, because if, if they want to bail, if, if, if ownership wants to get out of Zimmer and Spielman and Anthony Barr, it, it's going to be all a package deal. So this is literally all the signs are pointing that we are going to run this back in 2021, and we're going to see what happens. I, I still am skeptical on, on what that ceiling truly is if you're running it back, bringing back a guy who's coming off a neck surgery, bringing off someone that Anthony Barr is coming off a torn pec. I mean, do you really think you can go twelve and four or thirteen and three? I certainly don't think you can. I think right now you're maxed out at ten and six, pending what else you can do in free agency and the draft. But I, I'd much, I'd be, I'm, I'm, I'm much more curious about Barr basically playing his last season with the Vikings and then saying bye bye after the year. There is something kind of fitting about Spielman, Spielman, Zimmer, and now Barr all aligned contractually, basically going into 2021. But I think I think you're right in that. I, now I I don't think they're just going to run it back like they've run it back previously. I mean, when they run it back this year, it's going to be with a full season of Daniil Hunter, ideally, and a full season of Michael Pierce, and those are very different variables than we saw last year. But I also think this means it's a full season for like, any sort of Kirk Cousins rumblings and rumors, especially with Cam Newton signing with the Patriots, thus maybe blocking a Jimmy Garoppolo to the Patriots situation. Um, it, it feels like they're getting set now to clear $20 million in free agency money and spend a boatload of it on offensive line. That's what it feels like to me, Judd. And that's where I'll stop you. I can't throw out names yet, but I can throw out philosophies that are being discussed in Egan right now. And Phil, I think what you just said is brilliant. I agree. I I love that idea. I love your idea because you know what? This offensive line has been a gong show for far too long. Um, and if they were thinking the same thing that you were, I'd be like, okay, the bar thing works out. That's fine. Clear the caps. Um, here's what, here's, here's the rumble. Here's the rumblings I'm hearing. As I said, I can't reveal names yet, but I can reveal philosophy of action. 
uh, that the Vikings are going to pursue starting on Monday. And it does not sound like it includes uh, necessarily a hard sell for a guy like Joe Thune, uh, but rather it, but rather involves rebuilding, retooling, and coming back with the best defensive line you possibly can. And that what they want to do is they want to pursue a, a bigger name, free agent, defensive end to pair it with Daniil Hunter, which either means they're going to completely ignore the Hunter problem and or are convinced it's not going to be a problem. I don't know there yet because I personally think, unless there's been a resolution we don't know about, that it's a problem when a guy wants to be paid and he's really good and he, he has had a neck problem. Uh, but I think where the head coach wants the, wants the money to go, and we have seen that the head coach has incredible power when it comes to personnel decisions these last few years, um, that what the Vikings want to do starting tomorrow is their first phone calls are going to be to uh, prominent defensive ends they can, really? they can bookend. They really thought, and it blew up in their face, and I don't know why they didn't know more, but Phil and Dex, they really thought that the Ngakwe idea was genius. They thought that, and, and they they aren't lying. They thought Hunter had a tweak, like he was going to come back. I, egg on your face. It looks stupid. Um, but they, they believed that they had the formula there, and it was right, uh, Obviously, Hunter did not play, and obviously Ngakwe didn't fit, but it looks like we're going to go for round two of that as opposed to doing what we've been talking about for a good, what, three weeks here, guys, which is, I think we have all assumed, offensive line. Doesn't mean they'll ignore it, but I think they're intent on fixing the defensive line, and that's a reflection of one thing, Mike Zimmer. Well, all right, so much to unpack there, and wow. Judd Zolgad, bring in insider, not just reckless speculation, but this is informed speculation, credible speculation from a former lead Vikings beat writer at the Star Tribune. Oh, those were the days. 1500ESPN.com and scorenorth.com. We have a lot of fun and games on the show, but Judd has been one of the most plugged in people over the last 15 years to the local NFL scene. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you two interesting names here. I know that you can't, I know that you don't, you're not in a place where you're going to throw names. Out. I'm going to throw two names out. Mm-hmm. So Shaq Barrett is a free agent. According to pro football focus, he's the 14th overall free agent. I think everyone saw with their eyes, what that guy's capable of doing. And he was on national TV all the time. Right? So he is expected to get a four year, $18 million per year, average annual value contract with somebody. My guess is the Buccaneers would love to use that Tom Brady restructure to bring him back. Uh, but he's probably going to get the biggest contract of any edge rusher. I would probably cross him off the list. It's it's nice that the Vikings have cleared like twenty million. Potentially, they're on their path to clear like twenty million dollars in free agency money. The name on this list that probably would be more realistic if they're going to take a big chunk of that money and spend it on a bookend edge rusher, Carl Lawson from the Cincinnati Bengals, twenty six years old when the season starts. He's projected to get a four year. $55 million contract, so just under $14 million a year, $30 million guaranteed. Not a household name because he plays for the Bengals. They, they never play on national TV. But last season, he was fourth among all edge rushers in total pressures. It was Shaq Barrett, number one, JJ Watt, uh, TJ Watt, number two, and then Carl Lawson sitting there at four, ahead of Joey Bosa, ahead of Khalil Mack, ahead of Cameron Jordan, Miles Garrett. He had um, 
it looks like 723 snap counts last year and uh, and 64 pressures, so fourth in pressure. So that would be an interesting name, I think. And Mike Zimmer, even though he never coached him in Cincinnati, probably still loves the Bengals connections. So That's probably <laughs> exactly right, yeah. But if it was someone like him versus like, – like if you had – if you're going to spend like 75% of your free agent money for you guys yep. on edge rusher or Joe, like Carl Lawson or Joe Thune, where would you guys lean? I would, I would still lean offensive line. Dex. Yeah. Thune. I I'd just, just go out either. Cause, cause I want to see number one, if it works. Cause I think Joe Thune is the best guard available. And if it doesn't, it can prove that everyone doesn't know offensive line either. Like it, it, it can prove the fact, like don't spend ridiculous money on interior guards. So I think it's a no lose situation if, if, uh, if they sign up. So my problem is this, I think it's fine to pick, pick your, um your place of importance. But to me, if you're going to do that, the puzzle has to make sense. And the and the Vikings puzzle to me and how it's being constructed doesn't make sense because on one hand, you've got this quarterback who you're heavily invested in, who you're keeping, who you who you had, you had a team or two call about and you could have hit the reset and you're electing not to. And yet you have a head coach that wants to build on the opposite side of the ball where by the way just because guys are going to come back it should improve um but now it now it's as if the coach has said you know we are going to go all in to have a shutdown defense in 2021 which is all well and good but my question is okay that's fine but so your forte is defense but you're paying your quarterback a ton and you know he needs protection and you're not giving him protection Mm -hmm. the philosophy doesn't make sense in my head I mean, in fairness to them, they also could upgrade. Like, if they just found a slightly below league average left guard in free agency, like Austin Blythe keeps coming up. He was with the Rams, right? Like, you could literally plug anyone in and they'd be better than Dakota Dozier. Right, but that's that's a very, very, very low bar. And keep in mind, too, (laughs) you might have released your left tackle to sign a defensive end. Like, the whole side of that line now is that O'Neal moves, because if he moves, if you stay in-house and he goes from right tackle to left tackle, now right tackle, where guys have to be good now, is is potentially weakened considerably. Like, it just feels to me the way it's trending from what I've heard. Like, we're going to go back to, to the usual hodgepodge of, we'll make it work. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. And then eight games in, they're like, oh, my God, it's not really fine, huh? And you're like, no, it's not. And and you know, this this could be the second consecutive um, free agency period in, into off season that we have basically. And it's not just we; it's a lot of people have said, "What are you doing exactly?" And they're like, "Oh, it's a, our cornerbacks. We'll we'll coach them up. Don't worry about it." And then yeah. at the and then all year long, they said that they're fine. And at the end of the year in the press conference, they're they're like, "Yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't do that right." Are you talking? Are you you're using the cornerbacks as a? Well, I'm like, saying I'm saying last year we talked about you want to get a veteran corner. Like you've got to stabilize that. Too many guys left to just draft guys and plug and play them. That doesn't mean that you can't do it with some of them. But you need to go. You needed to go get a veteran. And I'm not even saying super high priced. I'm just saying a stabilizing force. And the Vikings are like, no, we don't. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And then at the end of the year presser, Zimmer came out and flat out said we misjudged that. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Milwaukee in the YouTube comments on the screen there says, sorry, but the Vikings are robbing Peter to pay Paul. No, they're robbing Anthony to pay Carl. 
That's <laughs> <laughs> what might happen here. Or Joe or whoever okay. they want to sign. So, uh, all right. So, Dex, uh, we had to crash your party here tonight. Because That's okay. Anthony Barr is going to restructure. And I will say, before we shut up and let uh, the Vikings fans jump into the room here, we're going to be all over breaking news all week. So, you're going to get our daily Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily episodes Apple, Spotify, ScoreNorth.com, the ScoreNorth app, YouTube. Um, so you're going to get everything you normally get from us this week. And then we're just on super high alert for breaking news and any sort of speculation that warrants emergency episodes. So we are, we're going to rock it this week and uh, we'll keep you guys posted on anything and everything Viking. So cool. All right, boys. All right, Jax. Good talk, man. This is great. Talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. We'll do it I again. Get- yeah, I get to kick you out of the studio. This is I've, I've been waiting to do this for such a long time. This is awesome. It's with pleasure. I just, you know what? I'm done. I'm not restructuring, Dad. Yeah, I'm out of here. I'm yeah. oh, please let me back. We're restructuring. Please. We're restructuring, Judd. We're taking your base salary. We're conveying it to Take a signing bonus. Sorry, <laughs> I man. Mean it. Sorry. I the Jets were mean. Mackie, I got a second round pick. I couldn't pass it up, so I got to get rid of Mackie too. So that's just how it rolls. Uh, Vikings vent line. Thank you everyone for sticking with us here. We have Zach Arjun and Derek who are about to hop in here and boys, I'll get you all on the screen here. Usually I have a little pre-production meeting, uh, to kind of go over a little, a little show prep and what we're going to be doing on the show today. We're going to do this on screen. So obviously I had an Anthony Barr question that I gave you guys via email to start the weekend that, Hey, if you guys wanted to talk about this and Anthony Barr, would you rather have him or defensive end? So maybe before we go to that, and we have Zach, Arjun, and Derek. I'll start with Zach. Zach, what's your thoughts on Anthony Barr restructuring his deal and basically making him a free agent in 2022? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of glad that we didn't get any behind the scenes because now we can all just kind of say what's on our minds as this has popped up. I think uh, right off the bat, I was fine if they would have cut him. Um, I didn't like that we were going to have to eat the dead cap, but you know, you get Troy Dye some experience. You let Kendrick start taking over the thing. I mean, he was, what, like the fourth highest player on the team. And I I think a lot of coaches and everybody's trying to, like, make this case that Anthony Barr was like the John Stockton of our defense or the Steve Nash, like setting everybody else up. But at the end of the day, like, the stats weren't there, you know. And so does – what you know, is he valuable? Yes. And I didn't want to lose the dead cap with him. But would I have been fine Eric Kendricks being our highest paid linebacker and rolling with some young guys? Absolutely. So the fact that he's taking less money, I guess that gives us a little bit more continuity because, you know, the Vikings loved that last year. Um, But we got one year to roll it back with him. Next year he'll be 30 a little bit, you know, kind of longer in the tooth anyway. So I'm fine with him, you know, going out into the free market after that. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm at too, man. Uh, I kind of would rather just – run this all back in 2021 and if it frees up money going forward and you don't have to worry about dead money then you may as well do it right now Derek uh, I'll get your thoughts here on Anthony Barr what do you think is, is it the right move to restructure him uh, would you rather have seen them just move on or trade and cut him what do you think about Anthony Barr's restructure well actually I got your email and that was the first I had heard of it um, when I saw the Anthony Barr breaking news and honestly I was hoping when I went on to Twitter it would say he was just released outright um, I kind of wanted to just wipe our hands clean of him. Um, I was I was super happy with the Kyle Rudolph decision, so I just wanted him gone. I mean, uh, we don't know what he's making this year. Um, I know there was some dead money if we released him. I was actually hoping for a trade, um, but I just, you know, I think he's just damaged goods at this point. We've never used the guy right to begin with, 
he's always played in the wrong spot. So here we are again, we're going to be basically be putting like a square peg in a round hole and we're not running a three, four, which I mean, you know, you guys have alluded to many of times. He's just, the guy's playing completely out of position. He gets caught in these mismatches by some smart offensive coordinators. They always get him isolated on someone that he just cannot deal with. You know what? I'm just, I don't know. I'll take Kirill Caprice off at linebacker. Let's go there. <laughs> I wouldn't hate it either, dude. I, the way he's playing right now, get him uh, get him on the Timberwolves, get him on the Twins, get him on the Vikings. Absolutely. Uh, Arjun, who's all the way down in Australia, your mic's muted, I think, to start here, man. You just got to unmute your mic. But what do you think so far? Anthony Barr being restructured. Uh, good move. Obviously, Zach and, and Derek are saying, I wouldn't mind if they were moving on from him. What do you think about Anthony Barr's restructure? Yeah, I'm sort of in the camp that I'm not a huge fan of Barr. Um, I don't think he adds a hell of a lot to the team. I know there's all those you know analytics that says that you know he he's really good at disrupting this and that when he's not on the ball. But I'm sort of in the camp that I was waiting for him to be gone. If it's going to reduce our cap hit for next year um, and potentially get rid of him next year, I'm, I'm in favor of that. I mean, we saw what happened with our cornerbacks when all the bets left at the same time that, you know, sometimes a veteran presence can, you know, stabilize, you know, that position. So they extended him by, you know, smoothing out the cap. I'd be less of a fan of it. But given that we can get rid of him next year, I think it's sort of a good deal for both, both of us where he can say that he wants out next year. And we can say that, all right, well, you know, we got one more year of him and we can, yeah, keep him in for his veteran presence as long as he doesn't, you know, go after any wide receivers and he's just there tackling in a run play, then, yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, a little, uh, quick, quick little production note for you, Arjun. I can barely hear, I can, I can hear you really faintly, so I don't know if you had uh, headphones plugged in or a microphone not close enough to you, but you're coming in a little too soft there. I was able to hear you here in my headphones, but I know some listeners were saying the same thing. Uh, but but just kind of wrapping up your point, too, I, I think everyone here is mostly kind of in unison, too. I, 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 it's one thing if, if you saw the production the last few years of him being able to get after the quarterback and and paying him top dollar, then yes, it would be, it'd be justified for him, to, for him to be here long term, but paying 14 to 15 million dollars for a linebacker is just it's it's asinine right now and especially when your quarterback is making as much as he is you got Dalvin Cook you have Daniel Hunter is looking for extension it just it doesn't really add up to to a, a good piece of success uh we'll go to our next topic here what's the one move you want to see the Vikings make in free agency so Zach we'll start with you is there any one you're looking at and and this can be you know encompassing with draft as well what's the one move you want to see the Vikings make in free agency I mean, it's not for me, it's not just like one person. I think it's it's kind of the theme, which is the trenches. Like as the closer you get to the football, the more important it is in like D tackles, the guards, the center, like Bradbury's gonna have a big like year to step up in year three and either figure it out or or we need to move on. But realistically, um, defensive tackle would be something that I think that we need to get back to. I remember, and I know that we have uh, Pierce coming back after COVID, but I I think back to like the Williams wall and like what that did of like, nobody could run on us. Jared Allen could just run free after the quarterback because you had that just run stuffers right up the middle. And I, I would love for the Vikings to bring back another huge D tackle to pair with Michael Pierce, not just say like, oh, well we have Michael Pierce, and we're just going to throw somebody else at D tackle. Like, even if we go pick up Linville Joseph again and have him run it back, I mean, if we're going to run it back, right, we're going to run it back with Barr, we're going to run it back with everybody, let's go get Joseph again, and or let's go get a, a Dominican Sue, you know, and just shore up that, that, that part of the defense. And that's going to give more time 
for your corners to cover because the quarterback's not going to have as long to throw. That's going to keep people off the linebackers. I know Anthony Barr is back now, but if you have a, a third young linebacker out there or even Kendricks, you know, having them eat up those linemen allows them to run free and go get in the hole and make the tackle. So um, on the offensive side, obviously we're all going to say guard. I would love for Joe Thune, but I also know that there's a lot of guards available right now. So maybe you don't have to pay top dollar. Maybe you get that second tier guy. I mean, at this point, anybody's an upgrade over Dakota Dozier. I would be an upgrade over Dakota Dozier. So like, I'm good with that. Let's shore up the trenches. And I think that's going to take the team a lot farther. Yeah, and before I get to Derek here, uh, number one, Vikings Ventline is sponsored by Corona Hard Seltzer. I forgot to hit that off the boat there. Corona Hard Seltzer is the only hard seltzer made with Pure Beach Fives. I'm rocking this cherry flavor today. We're supposed to get, you know, snow again, maybe overnight tonight, which just stinks. But Pure Beach Five has been 50 and 60 degrees. I know second winter is coming, but at the same time, I'm trying to enjoy the Pure Beach Five. So thank you to my friends at Corona Hard Seltzer. Zach, to your point about the defensive line, I mean, the the – not the wild. The Vikings have always been known for having very staunch defensive lines. I mean, I, I'm 28 years old. I know, I believe you're in your 20s as well. Like it, it, For as long as we've been Vikings fans and watched the Vikings, they have always been so staunch on the defensive line from the Williams wall to Linval Joseph, Everson Griffin, Daniil Hunter, the list goes on. And yeah, I mean, was it a big blow when you lost Michael Pierce uh, or who, who decided to opt out for COVID and, and Hunter has a neck injury? Of course. But at the same time, you have to sew that up. Like you can't just have... Uh, a gaping hole in the A-gap with guys like Aaron Jones who just re-signed with the Green Bay Packers. You need to be able to stop that run. So, Derek, I'll flip it to you. What, what What is the one move you'd like to see the Vikings make in free agency? You know, honestly, when I saw the what was on the docket today for the questions, I, I thought about it, and there's been one guy that's been in my head ever since this whole free agency thing started. And you guys talked about it just before we came on. It was Carl Lawson. I mean, <laughs> I think he's perfect for what we need. Perfect. Um I, you kind of stole my thunder with you, Judd and uh, Mackie. Um, but like, I mean, here's what I got to add about it. Well, first of all, lifelong Auburn fan. So look, Carl Lawson, huge fan. Love I it. mean, secondly, I just think we need to compliment 99 if his situation is okay. We need someone over there. Definitely. I mean, Ngakwe led the team in sacks. And what week did we trade him? Fourth? Was it something like that? I mean, we generated no pressure off the edge. Zimmer is not going to be a blitzer. He doesn't like the blitz. I mean, he really, really wants uh, the, his ends to get that pressure. Um, I mean, Carl Lawson, this is all PFFs. I took this right off of PFF. Fourth in QB pressures in the entire league. Second in QB hits. The guy puts his hand in the ground. He's not a 3-4 defensive end. Um, he's perfect for this defense. I mean, he can keep him on the field all three downs. He goes and gets it. The kid's a leader. I mean, he had captainship at, at Auburn. I mean, he's what you want. I mean, the kid plays aggressive. He's mean. He's physical. I mean, he's kind of an under, he's an unknown name to a lot of people, but the kid is awesome. I mean, and he'd be well worth the money. He's going to help those young corners. I mean, they're still second year guys. Yeah. Gladney and Dancer got a lot of time, but you can't do, I mean, DNs are, they're a cornerback's best friend. I mean, number one, yeah, I think he is the, the priority. If I wake up on tomorrow and we got him signed, I'm elated. Yeah. I mean, if you can fit, if you have ways to get, get pressure on the quarterback. It's going to make things a lot easier. And I'd rather see them spend resources on the defensive line or, or take a, a with their first round pick, get a def, uh, an elite defensive lineman. You can find safeties. I mean, look, Harrison Smith was a first round pick and he's obviously a generational player, but Anthony Harris was a UDFA. You don't have to, you don't have to waste significant resources and or assets to go find a, a complimentary safety, especially when you're playing along Harrison Smith. Like I, someone said on Ventline last week, I mean, if Anthony Harris's value, which took a significant hit in 2020, 
Uh, if he wants to come back on a cheaper deal, like I'm for that. Like, you know, he made 11 million on that franchise tag. If he wants to come back for close to a league minimum or like for a couple million bucks or a make good incentive deal, I'd be for that. And I'd, I'd rather them do that than go and sign a big safety to a, to a free agent contract. So Arjun, we'll maybe see if your, your microphone uh, problems are a little bit better for this time, but what do you think? Do you, do you think the Vikings should look at a defensive side? Do you think they look on the offensive side? What do you think they should do in free agency? What's the one move you'd like to see him make? Yep. Sorry. Is this, uh, is this a bit better now? Uh, just move a little bit closer. It's a little better than it was before. Is it a bit better now? There we go. Yeah, go. Okay, cool, cool. I'll just hold it up then. <laughs> um, yeah, look, it's a bit of a hard choice between the O-line and the pass rush. I mean, if you asked me before the reef cut, I probably would have said the pass rush. Um, but given, you know, Cousins has the mobility of a rock and, you know, you can't really move around, I'd probably lean more towards O-line, someone like a Joe Thune. Um, you know, I know that Shaq Barrett is still available. I doubt we're going to get him. It looks like he's going to re-sign. Um, but if we can get someone like Shaq Barrett or, or you know, Trent Williams or something like that, then, you know, the pass rush would definitely be great for that. Um, I'm still leaning more towards, you know, a Joe Thune just because I think with our offensive capabilities, you know, you got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, and you know that Cousins loves his tight ends as well. I think that if we can elevate those positions and give Cousins the best chance he can to try and elevate the team, I think we're going to be better in that regard. I also trust Zim a lot more on the defensive side. I think we can probably draft uh, someone on the D-line, even if it's a second or third rounder. We don't have a second rounder this year. Um, I trust him a lot more on that end. I don't trust the Vikings organization to you know, develop an O-lineman. So in free agency, I'd rather take someone like a Joe Thune that can come in and you know that he's going to be decent and plug in the play right there. So Especially with, with Rudy gone, I can see Irv Smith and Tyler Conklin having a better role this year. So personally, I think I'm, I'm more in the camp of someone in the O-line that can really come in and, and elevate Cousins' game. Yeah, it's a good point, dude. I, I mean, for God's sakes, they, they have not been able to draft a successful offensive lineman. In, I mean, Brian O'Neill's nice. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't mean to sell him short. But, I mean, you, you go back and, like, who, after Brian O'Neill, like, Matt Khalil was good for one season. Uh, Matt Burke was good. But, I, I mean, you can really, if you think about it, they haven't hit even, like, an average offensive lineman at all in, in their last 10 picks. And in free agency, look, Riley Reef, yeah, I know it kind of had a bad and, and an awkward ending here, but he was a solid free agent signing. Obviously, Steve Hutchinson might go down as one of the best offensive lineman signings in Vikings history. He's a Hall of Fame guard in my, in my, my book. Um, so I would rather see them, yeah, go with Joe Tooney and see where it goes from there. And and I know so many people say harp on the offense and they harp on the offensive line and the criticism is deserved. But I, I told Mackie and Judd too right before I brought you guys on. It's a win win because if I think if he shows up and he plays and he's a you know he's a top fifteen PFF interior lineman guard, awesome because he, he's going to show up the line and give Cousins more time. And if it fails miserably, it can prove that this is like spending a boatload of money on an interior guard might not be your best move to do in, in 2020 because I think Dakota Dozier was so bad last year. Kind of reminds me of the Wilds goaltending from a year ago. Like you can put, you can sign Cam Talbot, who isn't a world beater by any means, and he's going to be better. You can find a rookie in Capo Kakin, and it's going to be better than last year. So I, I'm curious to see where it goes. Both, both Zach and Derek said they'd rather see it on the defensive side. Arjun says maybe you saw up the offensive line. I'd be good with either one of those things. I, I'm curious to see where they go. Uh, with the offensive line. Let, let, let's get to this little juicy, reckless speculation draft talk because I had a friend of mine uh, who was up at North Dakota on Friday and she was watching the Pro Day. She works for a TV station up there. And she told me that Spielman was actually spending more time watching Trey Lance than they were, I forget the other guy who's blanking off the top of my head, that could be a, a, a possible pick for the Vikings. But Trey Lance 
could be someone on the Vikings radar. It's pick 14, and Trey Lance is still on the board. Zach, I'll start with you. Do you think the Vikings should take a chance on Trey Lance at 14, or would you let him slide if you were Rick Spielman? I mean, back to my first comment, like I'd rather stay in the trenches. But if Trey Lance falls and he's there at pick 14 and just thinking of where our quarterbacks are right now and the contract that Kirk Cousins is under right now, I would much rather be a year ahead of schedule than a year behind schedule. And so if Trey Lance is there at 14, I would pull the trigger on that. Um, And obviously, I'm sure they're going to do all their homework. If he fits, you know, what young Coob wants to do and those kind of things, like that's all going to play into it. But, I mean, Kirk Cousins next year after this year is going to be 45 mil against the cap. I mean, the cap right now is 183. Even if it gets to 200, I mean, that's, that's a quarter of your money is tied up with one guy. Um, so, and just, again, if, if we draft him, is Kirk Cousins going to step up to that next level and go from being a top 10, top 12 quarterback to a top seven? Because I think that's the difference of us, you know, falling out of the playoffs or getting one playoff win and being out and us, you know, going to, you know, the championship game or possibly even the Super Bowl. Uh, and if Kirk Cousins crumbles because this guy is, you know, waiting in the wings to come take his job, then, I mean, he's not the the franchise quarterback that everybody says he is anyways. So I say if, if he's there at 14, pull the trigger, get your guy. That's the future. You have him on the cheap, cheap for five years. Once And Cousins is probably going to be screaming at the mountaintop, send me to San Francisco, begging Shanahan to come get him. So that's fine. That Then that $45 million gets freed up. And what can you do on a rookie contract with a quarterback for five years and an extra $45 million to build around him? I mean, the kid's got a cannon. We saw the pro day, like, throws the ball on a rope, can make all the throws that an NFL quarterback is, is more athletic, which is going to give, you know, a little bit of help to our line. So, I mean, if he's there, I I say I'd rather be a year ahead than a year behind on this, and I would go get our quarterback of the future. No, I th- those are good points, man. And, and I, hate to, I hate to be this person here, but I'm, I'm going to put on a Green Bay Packer fan hat just for a bit just for a bit to prove a point that what Zach tried to say there. So they took Jordan Love last year. Everyone laughed at them. And, and, and honestly, let's continue to laugh at them, by the way. I want to make that very clear what I'm about to say. That I, we can still laugh at them for that pick because they could have obviously used a wide receiver to help out Aaron Rodgers or some type of piece to make things easier. At the same time, they saw an opportunity that there could be a successor here. And to be honest, 15 years ago, they did the same thing with Favre and Rodgers when they took Aaron out of Cal too. So we all might have egg on our face in a couple years. I still think there's going to be egg on the Packers' face for that Jordan Love pick. But at the same time, Green Bay knows what they're doing typically, and they might have had something special, and they saw something in Jordan Love that they're ready for the succession plan. And honestly, the same analogy could apply to the Vikings at 14 if Trey Lance was available. If Trey Lance is there and they're his guy and he was going to be morphed as a project dude because Kirk Cousins isn't going anywhere. I mean, Trey Lance wouldn't, you know, wouldn't wouldn't even, uh, would, wouldn't, be the week one starter by any means. I think there'd be extra pressure on Kirk if he got off to such a horrible start like he did in 2020. Yeah, there might be some pressure that Trey Lance comes in, but Jordan Love was inactive for all 17 games last year. So if you if you see the quarterback of the future and, and, and Spielman and them have identified it, then yeah, I think it's at least worth exploring and taking the chance on it. Derek, what do you think? If it's pick 14, Trey Lance is there, what do you do? I mean, I think it's unrealistic, first of all. So, I mean... Okay. Hypothetically, though, if it does happen, I mean, you got a you got a decision to make. I mean, 
at some point, if Kirk Cousins is still in the roster, Declan, what's the date like that? If he's still in the roster, he the next year is like forty five million. I, I don't I know. Think I think it's the twenty first, so a week from today. Yeah. So like. <laughs> I mean, if that's the case, you can't do it at 14. You're going to have to trade back, you know what I mean? Get a second round pick, maybe another future second. You know, I just, I think it's, it's just, you know, if they do this, if it's last year and they don't give, you know, Cousins a silly extension, then of course you do it. I mean, it's just kind of like they, for lack of a better term, they screwed themselves last year by giving him that extension. It was so stupid. I still remember seeing it. I was just like, what? I was perplexed. I mean, I still don't like that extension they gave him. It's just. It's just, it was bad business in my book. And I mean, Cousins just was playing the game like he's been doing for like the last five and six years. I mean, he knows how to beat this game. It's, I mean, I, I don't know. You trade back and I, and I want Christian Barrymore. You can see where I'm going. I want, I want D line, D line. Yeah. I want, I want that D line of force. So that's where I am. I, I would, I would trade back if I was in Spielman shoes. Yeah, it, uh, before I get to Arjun here, I, I think that's a, a good way to look at it too. If 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 Trey Lance available at fourteen, it's not like it's a gun to the head. The Vikings have to make a decision. Someone needy below them could call up. How how hilarious would it be if like the Chicago Bears were just like, no, that's our guy. We want Trey Lance, and then and Trey Lance goes to Chicago and it's just an absolute disaster. Matt Nagy, that's a win win for the Vikings. You get a couple picks, you get to watch Trey Lance and Bears fans implode. Like it, it wouldn't be that bad of an idea to trade back if some quarterback needy team sees. Trey Lance as their future quarterback. Arjun, what do you think? If it's 14, Trey Lance is still there. Would you see, like to see the Vikings take it, or, or would you rather see them maybe trade back, kind of like what Derek said? I'd lean towards a yes, but it sort of depends on who's on the board still. I mean, if someone like a big-name receiver, you know, Smith or Waddle, uh, was still on the board, obviously that probably won't be. I'd, I'd say, yeah, let's stick and stack up at a loaded position. But if someone like a Slater or is still there, I would probably look to trade down and get our second round pick over Lance. I mean, my, my issue with Lance is that I don't think he's on the same level as Zach Wilson or, you know, obviously Lawrence or, or, you know, the, the bigger name quarterbacks for this year. So I'm, I'm on the camp of probably at 14, just because it makes the most sense. And he's the, probably the best player available at that point. I don't think it, it addresses a serious need at the moment. I think it was Mackie that said uh, in a previous podcast that, that no team in recent history has won a Super Bowl with 13% of the team's salary cap or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. I mean, so obviously we're not going to win it with Cousins. Statistically, the eye test, everything shows that we're not going to win it. But I think if we wait another year and instead of going for a possibly kind of quarterback, you know, either trade up or, you know, we can't keep a $40 million quarterback where which Cousins' is contra- contract cap is going to be like next year or 2022, sorry, um, on the book while – developing um, lands for another one to two years. So I think we're like one year away from lands, but from, from replacing cousins. But I think if he was there at 14, just based on draft capital alone, I'd probably take him. But if any of the other big name receivers were there or even, you know, a Slater or Darisol was still there, I'd probably take them, you know, the next tier down, someone like a Quiddy pay or, you know, you know, Rashad Bateman for, for wide receiver, um, I I would still I'd take Lance over them any day. Um, but ideally, what I'd like to see is probably trade down and recoup our first pick, our second round pick, or trade up and make a, a monster slash. Because at fourteen, we're not really here nor there at the moment. Yeah, man. I, I think those are all all good points. Uh, I I think. With the way things are going, like if you're going to take a quarterback, which by the way, I do think the Vikings should be in the market to possibly draft a quarterback, that, and that that's not in a sixth or seventh round. Nate Stanley, you know, UDFA, Jake Browning, 
know, if there's someone there in the third round, I think the Vikings have two third round picks. Make make a decision. Like just just do it. Like if if I don't think Kyle Trask goes all the way to the third round, I think he is a day two pick. But like if Kyle Trask was there in the third round, you know what? Screw it. Take Kyle Trask. Like you may, you may as well try to build a project quarterback there and see what happens instead of having Nate Stanley's and and Sean Mannion's you know, rolling around, keep taking up roster spots. I'd rather see, you know, them take at least somewhat of a highly touted college quarterback that knows what he's doing and not the Nate Stanleys of the world. Um, guys, these were some awesome takes here today on, on Vikings Ventline. Thank you so much for joining us. Mackie and Judd had to, of course, hijack my show on Sunday. They, they texted me 10 minutes before and said, we're going to come on and we have to deliver our own takes because they couldn't even wait till Monday. There'll be plenty of more takes uh, on Mackie and Judd on Weekend statements, which uh, we'll be doing on Monday this afternoon uh, or, or Monday afternoon, which you can find on your podcast feeds and here on Score North uh, Purple Daily Podcast and our second YouTube channel that's Score North MN. Please hit that subscribe button if, if you want to be on this show for future seasons. I I'm taking I, I'm taking some vacation this week. I will not be here on in the driver's seat. Maybe those two hooligans who hijacked the show might be doing Bentline next Sunday. But if you want to get in on the show for a future Sunday with me uh, to do some Vikings vent line, hit me up on email, vikingsventline at gmail.com. We have a people in cube at the same time. I'm building out a schedule so we can get all these Vikings fans in here to deliver some takes and, and, and talk some purple. So email vikingsventline at gmail.com. But before we say goodbye, I always do pick one winner to give 60 seconds to get take the floor for theirs uh, for, for, to, to make their final point. So, I'm going to give it to my guy, Zach. Zach, you're going to be my winner this week for Vikings Vent Line. I proverbial give you this uh, universal championship belt. So I'm going to give you 60 seconds here, man. Give me, uh, give me your best takes here for a minute. Hey, I'm a, obviously I'm a huge fan of the Vikings, but a huge fan of the show, and I appreciate you guys opening this up to fans and giving us the opportunity to kind of speak our minds. Um, my mentality is the same as the shows. I want to see the Vikings win a Super Bowl. And I think what that takes is a, a top from the top down, everybody has to be invested. So from the, you know, the Wilfs um, to whoever the, that head coach is, the GM, and then all the way down to us fans, we need to be understanding that sometimes the guy who's like our fave player isn't going to make it because, you know, he costs too much or it just it is not a scheme fit anymore. Or it just doesn't make sense for this team. Um, I don't think any like, championship team is just thrown together it's it's a process and we've been going through this process for a long time I think when the wills finally decide that you know winning uh, a bunch of games just isn't good enough and winning a Super Bowl is more important that's when the Vikings uh, as an organization are going to change um, it's it's sad to see teams like Tampa Bay who is a, like an NFL like all-time losing organization um, already has two Lombardis and we still have zero seeing uh, Carolina Panthers, you know, going to the Super Bowl recently. It's, it's time for this team to, to raise his expectations. It's time for the fans to raise our expectations. Good is just not good enough. We want great. We want a Lombardi. And the only way to get that is to show up and show out. I love it, Zach. Beautifully put, my friend. Beautifully put. Arjun in Australia. It, it's Monday there, right? Isn't it Monday? Yeah, it's uh, it's Monday at uh, twelve thirty p.m. over here. Yeah. So we have takes from the future per se here right now on Vikings Bentline. <laughs> so so we are foreshadowing what could be possibly happening with Arjun in Australia. Zach, you're in Minnesota, right? Uh, I'm not actually. I'm in uh, oh. Chicago right now. Okay. Um, I'm from Arizona, but uh, I'm in I'm in the military. I'm in the Marines. 
nice and man. I'm stationed out here in Chicago for the next couple of years. Cool, dude. Well, Derek was also in Arizona. I know he uh, he just popped off the screen, but uh, so it's it's honestly awesome. Every time we've done Vikings event line here, I don't think we've had more than one person from Minnesota. I, everyone's always been from somewhere else. We've had Paulford Skull, who's always in our YouTube comments. He's down south, and we've had people from Florida and Georgia and now in Australia. I mean, for God's sakes, Vikings Vent Line is international, so it's pretty damn cool to see. Yeah. Um, boys, again, thank you so much for joining us. One last shameless plug. If you hit that subscribe button in our YouTube comment section on Purple Daily Podcast, we appreciate it. Also, we have a second YouTube channel. That's Score North MN, where we talk twins and Vikings and Wild and Timberwolves. <laughs> I love that. Be like Zach. Subscribe to both channels. And also, it's pick your prize month at Score North. We're giving away 100 bucks every day to someone who registers on our app. It's through Listening Rewards. If you win that $100, you're then entered through a, another prize contest for a $10,000 pick your prize contest. We're giving you 100 bucks, and then you're going to be possibly entered uh, for a $10,000 prize pack as well. So that's right below in the comments. I keep doing this. Judd thinks it's really weird when I point down to the camera. I don't think it's that weird. I'm just signifying signifying that it's right below in the comments. Judd Zolgad's got a dirtier brain than I do, I guess. Uh, but it's right down there in the comments, so you can absolutely do it. Derek, uh, is it, it pops right back on here. Derek, we're just wrapping up. You got any final words? No, thanks a lot for letting me on. You know, it's, it's awesome. It's beautiful here in Phoenix, so it's great to be outside. And there you go. Just talking it up, Vikings. I don't get to do it that often where I live. Where in AZ are you? I live in uh, North uh, Peoria by, okay. uh, by Lake Pleasant. I'm from Chandler. Right on. I go there all the time. My son plays travel baseball. I'm always in the West Valley. Nice, awesome. man. So we got Arizona, Chicago, Australia. I'm here in Minneapolis. Thank you, everyone, for joining on Vikings Ventline. Again, if you want to get in on a queue, email me, vikingsventline at gmail.com. We'll get you in on a future, uh, future show. And Skull. Skull, guys. Skull, guys. Skull.